This episode is brought to you by SalesCred, the definitive book on sales credibility by our co-host, Celie Smith. Sales credibility is the quality all salespeople must have in abundance before they can ever hope to earn trust and become a trusted advisor. And SalesCred reveals how salespeople build and lose credibility with the things you say and do every day. Pick up a copy now at Amazon.com or other fine online business booksellers. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast with hosts C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong. We're glad you're here for discussions on new ways to manage smarter, hire, develop, and retain talent, improve results, and propel team performance to new heights. This is the Manage Smarter Podcast. Our guest today, Lee, she's a badass leader, and that's actually her brand, Badass Leadership. And I'm telling you, she embodies it, and you're really going to learn a lot from her. She's got a very interesting point of view. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to kind of dive into her book and also learn you know, about the Harley Davidson of leadership development, which is her company. <laughs> so I, I love that title. So uh, let, let's dive in. Well, welcome to Manage Smarter, everyone. I'm Audrey Strong. I'm Vice President of Communications here at SalesFuel. And I'm C. Lee Smith. I'm President and CEO of SalesFuel. Okay, everybody. Michelle Rhinus is our guest today. She's a speaker, author, coach, entrepreneur, and founder of MDR Coaching and Consulting and creator of the unconventional Badass Leader brand. And I love this, Michelle. You say you went from bad to badass leader. <laughs> That's the name of your book, 12 Leadership Lessons. Uh, and, you know, I, I love that you say in the beginning, you weren't too great at it. Um, oh, no. Like most of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just went from ass to badass. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning speed. <laughs> so I know that you say a lot of people when you start out don't know how to lead. And I know you do have some thoughts from watching your videos that you have some um, COVID-19 pandemic leadership advice as well for not only leaders, but also their teams. Do you want to start there? Absolutely. Yeah. First off, thanks for having me. It's super fun to to share this unconventional brand. And yes, it is the, I call it the uh, potato, 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 the Harley Davidson flavor of leadership, which <laughs> is sugar-free and a lot of fun because leadership is fun, especially when we get the people parts right. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to COVID, um, I think it's critically important that we embody the same type of what I have in the uh, outlined in the book or the 12 leadership lessons, which are Um, I'll run through them quickly and then I can talk through how I apply them in a situation like COVID or actually any crisis, whether it be your organization is experiencing accelerated growth because of COVID or whether you're just stunted growth in, in this kind of paralytic state. The 12 leadership lessons, lesson one is don't be an ass. So during crisis, it's really important that you don't have ass-like behavior. I mean, it sounds like common sense, but you'd be surprised how sometimes as leaders, or I should say managers, we show up in a way that's more egotistical and about us and not about navigating our teams through crisis. And lesson two is stop, drop, take a selfie. So not being an ass means you need to be self-aware. You need to you know, stop, look in the mirror, really understand how you show up as a leader for your team, for your brand, for your organization, for your clients or customers. And then lesson three is let's talk about trust, baby. I can't think of a more important time than in crisis of any scale that trust is, you know, at the core and the center of everything as far as your opportunity to safely and effectively navigate your teams and organizations through things like a pandemic. 
And then lesson four is put your people first. That's critically important. You have to put safety first. You have to consider your people. You have to um, understand the impact and the, and the priority always has to be people over performance because at the end of the day, they're the ones who are going to um, implement the, um, the safety procedures and protocols, um, the use of PPP, um, the engagement with customers, right? They're going to help navigate your organization through. And then lesson five is be an epic coach. Coaching is something that as leaders, I think that goes hand in hand. And it's an area where if I had a do-over, I would have really, really focused on developing my coaching skills right out of the gate because I couldn't, I, I waited until I decided to start a leadership development company to become a certified coach. And boy, if I had invested in something like that much earlier along, I can only imagine the impact I could have had on my team and my organization. And that is essentially critical when you're dealing with a crisis, um, be it any, any crisis. And then lesson six is build a badass team. So it's critically important that you um, leverage the team around you and that um, you um, recognize your people, you coach your people, you lead them the way they need to be led. And, and, and in a crisis, everybody needs something different because we all react very differently when it comes to managing stress and, and we have different things going on in our personal lives or our partners or spouses may be impacted differently. And so it's critically important that we build that badass team around one another and that we create that what I call in my book, musketeer mentality, where we're all for one, one for all, and we're supporting one another through crisis. And then lesson seven is create the struggle. Well, when you're, when you're in a crisis, it's been created for you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, how can we support our teams in, um, you know, rallying around the struggle, supporting one another to move to lesson eight, which is suck it up, buttercup, you know, and that isn't, where I'm inviting leaders to excuse the experience. I think it's important to acknowledge the experience and be empathetic, but as leaders, it's essentially important uh, for us to suck it up and show up well for our teams because we have people to lead. We have organizations to support. We have brand promises to deliver upon, even in the midst of crisis. And we, so we have to be strong as leaders and, um, and leverage support through our mentors if, if we need support or, or up through the organization, but not let that uh, trickle-down stress impact your, your people. And then lesson um, nine is love, don't be a kiss-ass. Love that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's at any time, don't be a kiss-ass. It doesn't serve you, you know, so save, save money on lip gloss and, um, <laughs> and say it like it is, but say it respectfully. And, you know, integrity and values show up when um, – when we communicate effectively. So level up your communication skills and invest in that. And then uh, 10 is uh, be a groupie. Um, it, it sounds really strange in crisis. You know, what do, how, how can I be a groupie? We're dealing with a, a crisis here. It, that, I can't think of a time when it's more important to rally the troops and to, and to encourage them and cheer them on. I think back when this pandemic started and people were standing on balconies singing across the way to one another throughout the country and appreciating healthcare workers. And there was so much love that was, you know, th throughout the world. And I think during crisis, I can't think of a more important time that you should absolutely be a, uh, um, a groupie for your, for your team. They're yeah, the that, heroes. that one is not about groupie as being a follower because you're still a leader. That one's really more about being a supporter. Right? Yeah. Absolute supporter and a fan of, of your yeah. people who are on the, especially your frontline um, service people who are out there in the trenches, right. Um, trying to help 
um, um, serve your organization or serve your customers or one another. And then expand your tribe is, you know, don't do this alone. You know, let's look, we have to leverage one another. We're always better together. And so um, now's not the time to um, hold things close to the vest. Not that any time is a good time to do that. But during crisis, we need to um, expand our and leverage other intellectual capital and rely upon one another and really um, collaborate around the crisis. First and rule then, leadership is to create more leaders. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, great leaders create more leaders, period. And then the last one um, in lesson 12 is love somebody like you, which is self-care is critically important and, and even more so in a crisis. And, and I, will, I will confess here that um, a lot of people have said, well, why is lesson 12 at the at 12? Why wouldn't that be lesson one? Isn't that critically important? And it is. And so I invite you to put it at lesson one. But authentically and out of integrity, I don't live that way. I don't put it at lesson one. So this is an autobiography. And so it's important mm -hmm. that I have integrity and say, look, this is a work in progress for me. I, you know, I am a bit of a, an entrepreneuraholic where I, I love work. I'm very passionate about it. And I need to do a better job at taking time uh, to take uh, time out and rest and take care of myself. So this is my work in progress and my opportunity. But I invite you to uh, you know, prioritize that differently for you. I think a lot of a lot of people would put that at twelve because uh, a lot of them will have low self esteem, and yeah. so you know yeah. they don't necessarily take care of themselves first. It's like when, especially when you're busy of taking care of everybody else, your team, yes. you know, your your bosses and everything like that, your family. It's like you know, it's like yeah. Uh, and you get your value through your work, which also makes yes. you an extraordinary employee for the company, but it comes at a cost. So I it think does. a lot of people would put it at 12, even though they really should put it at one. Yes. Yeah, well, thank you for that. <laughs> I'm still, you know, I'm making progress. I'm, I'm definitely doing better. Um, I play hard now, or I used to just work all the time. So I'm really good at at, at least inviting play and, and prioritizing family time and friends. But I still, you know, I'll do the, get um, you know, my witching hours between 2 and 3 a.m. I love to get up at that time and get work done. <laughs> so I'm a little nuts. Yeah, in that Audrey regard. will tell you about the strange text she gets from me on all hours I, of the night. I, come up with press, I write press releases in my head at two in the morning. So yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, all, the three of us are the same. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> One of the things that you said in terms of navigating teams through the pandemic is that you say, focus on working on your business as opposed to in your business. I would like yes. to explain what that meant when you said that. You know, well, the in your business is just the day to day. You know, you're you're uh, what I call playing professional whack-a-mole. You're just knocking out tasks and getting stuff mm -hmm. done. And then when you're when you're really trying to work on your business, it's about you know uh, vision, mission, values, um, execution, the people parts of the business, which is to me the the single most important. Um, thing we should be investing in. And you need to set time aside for that um, creative and introspective, um, collaborative, brainstorming um, energy that, is, that really takes you from where you are to where you want to be. The mechanics of what we do every single day doesn't necessarily get us outside of our comfort zone or expand our bandwidth in any way as an organization or a team. And so leaders, it's important and, and great leaders know this, that you really need to spend the time um, in that creative and innovative space and invite other people to the party um, to help you, you know, up your badass leader game. What I really like about these, the, the lessons are the first three. You know, don't be an ass, be self-aware and, and about trust. And uh, at the time of this recording, I, you know, I just published a book called Sales Cred, which is all about credibility in the sales game. 
And as a leader, as a manager, it's like, you know, for you to be able to be successful at all the remaining lessons or whatever, you have to have credibility with your team and credibility then with your bosses and your customers. And, you know, you can't do that if you're not likable. You can't do that if you're not self-aware, you know, of how you're coming across and how you show up. And, you know, and without credibility, you're never going to get the trust. So it's like, you know, that's, yes. I, I love where you've got them ordered one, two, three, because it's like that, that speaks my language. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad that you brought that up, Lee, because the leadership lessons, you know, I say in my book, you know, the book is very playful and a lot of play on words and, and it's a bit um, hashtaggy, but because I really wanted people to read the book. So I didn't do book summaries. I just did ha uh, rehashes. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the lessons are stacked like a, you know, a yummy layer cake with a, you know, I say hashtag ice cold milk chaser. But it's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, is that you know you got to start at lesson one. If you if you jump to lesson seven and go, hey, I'm going to create the struggle for my team, but you're an ass and you're not self aware and you don't have trust, mm -hmm. you know, not gonna happen. It's going to implode, right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to end up like I did, where what I I deem in my book is my hashtag bull ride, where you blow mm -hmm. up a team and people say screw you and they walk out and you're just like, and I was unaware. And they said bull something else. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, it was, it was quite colorful and well-deserved. <laughs> and so you have to, you have to, you know, integrate these lessons in order. And uh, that's the, you know, this is, and again, this is my recipe for success. This is what worked for me. You know, we're all individuals. You have to find what works for you. But, um, you know, I, I have lots of bumps and bruises. So this is road tested and, and, um, and some uh, road rash probably as well mm -hmm. as far as my leadership journey. And it's over time. I have a 34-year career in working with turning around and building badass teams. And a lot of mistakes came, yeah. came out of this. A lot of immaturity, a lot of insecurity, um, you know, I can really tell bad a lot of, behavior. I can tell there's a lot of pain in this book. There is. Yeah, yeah. because, it, because well, yeah, when I've written my, my two books, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, I take all those painful experiences, but more importantly, the lessons that I learned from those. And then once I shared those with other people and I realized that I was not alone, you know, that it wasn't yeah. just my screw up or, 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 you know, the way that I handled a situation or my shortcomings or something like that. Other people have had the same experiences. You know, I just thought it was, then I, you know, so like you, I thought it was important then to share those lessons, lessons learned. And you get that from being, from doing a job, you know, for 30, 30 plus years. I mean, you, you, you accumulate knowledge and wisdom as like, and it's really our responsibility to pass that along. Yeah. Well, and for me, it was kind of like a, re, you know, being able to redeem myself, right? I really screwed up a, a team. And when we screw up as leaders, we impact not just the work oh, yeah. life, we impact people's families' lives and communities and the way people interact in traffic on the way home or treat the guy at the grocery store. You know, if they, if they, don't like their boss, it, it impacts the quality of their mental, emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. And so I created a lot of collateral damage and the opportunity to pay it forward and redeem myself and make a difference and help other leaders avoid the bull ride. Um, you know, that's something I'm um, very, very passionate about. And, um, and so I feel, you know, it's, it's my duty to, um, to make a difference and, and make it right and hopefully um, help other teams be successful. Besides, when we lead well, it's, it's a kick in the ass. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's so easy. That's the thing. Um, the people parts of leadership are, are, you know, I travel all across the country, both in the U.S. and in, in the Toronto area, and support um, leaders throughout organizations. And I inevitably, the number one thing that keeps them up at night are the people parts. Oh, and yes. 
when we can get this stuff right, it's just so much easier for our teams. Um, It's economically profitable for our margin performance. It helps us as leaders. It's so much easier to be a badass leader and build a badass team around you. It's, and it's, and it's a ton of fun. And yesterday, um, I, what, the other thing that I was going to say is, and I'm sure you experienced this when you uh, wrote your book, Lee, is, you know, I didn't know if this book was going to be um, successful or not. I, you know, I wrote it because I felt like I needed to share my story. But mm-hmm. what was so cool is yesterday I kicked off the first Badass Leader we call boot camp. And I had a line of people coming up to me after this boot camp, and of course we did a socially distant masks and everything, and that were saying, oh, this was my, my story, and this is when I was an ass, and oh my gosh, this is what I, and this lesson, they applied the lessons to themselves, which is what I was hoping for, but mm-hmm. you just don't know, right? And so I couldn't believe the stories, and the way the workshop was so interactive, and it was so much fun, and it was like I came home to my husband last night, and I was quite emotional about it, because when you put your your heart and your soul and you put yourself out there and then somebody it resonates um, I just felt like wow you know what I had dreamed of is actually working with this book and I'm um, they are relating the stories to their own they get the, the importance of stacking the lessons they're they love the brand you know they're buying the t-shirts and mm-hmm. and it's just I'm so proud and so excited and like, oh, yes, I get to really redeem myself. Tattoos, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's you know, right. <laughs> section of your web, website is fun. She's got a gorgeous website. It's badassleader.com, everybody. And um, we've got a few minutes left. I just wanted to ask you, so I know you're doing, there's a club, a badass club that you can join, and you are doing some events. Um, if people want to interact with you, do you want them to hit you up on Twitter? Twitter is Michelle Rhinus. Yeah, I would love it if they just uh, shoot me an email, Michelle at badassleader.com and or, you know, give us a call. But definitely email would be great. Um, Twitter uh, would be fine, too. I mean, any any way that somebody could uh, reach out to me, but badassleader.com is, is the best way. And the other thing is I have a gift for all the listeners because I really appreciate people who take time out to constantly grow themselves and learn. And so I put together a little gift. Uh, pack. And so if they go to badassleader.com forward slash podcast hyphen gift, they can download some fun stuff and then they can download the 12 lessons and and some other goodies. And then they can have um, screensavers, pick your favorite you know, leadership lesson, and you can have it as your screensaver. I'm going to hang and, up now and end the podcast and just. Oh, I'm, I'm already there, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. No, um, no, that's great, and I'll put it in the show notes so people can link to it. And uh, that'd be great. No, it's my yeah. pleasure to share that good stuff. I just want them to uh, you know, get excited. It's the idea here is to just inspire people differently. You know, there are so many great uh, leaders out there, so many great books, but a lot of them are designed for what we call the corporate folks or the white collar folks, and this brand is designed for the everyday leader and someone who just might feel that, hey, you know, that stuff is interesting, but that doesn't feel like me. So hopefully this brand will make them feel at home and invite them to um, be inspired to, to uh, up their badass leader game. That's awesome. Well, Michelle, you're now officially a friend of the show. We can't thank you enough <laughs> awesome. for coming today. Everybody, Michelle is with a double L. So when you yes. spell it for Twitter, put an M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. It's R-E-I-N-E-S, everybody. R-E-I-S-N-E-S. Yep. Thanks so much for coming. This oh, my great. pleasure. I'm excited. And thanks so much, you guys, for the invite. And I look forward to sharing this awesome podcast. And I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, 
to have me. So thanks for being badass. Oh, always, always. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.